What is up, party people? Surprise! Good morning. It's the day of the morning of the start of season four. I'm trying to wake up. Why are you even here then? Because I'm trying to wake up. I told you. Are you ready for this? Are you yes, prepared for this? This will wake me up. Oh my gosh. What's up, party people? It feels like forever. Mm -hmm. It has been. Yeah, it's been a while. That was a, I haven't taken a hiatus like this since right after season one. I didn't know what I was doing with myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, in case you guys can't tell, we are here with the co-host. Here we are. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, she doesn't have any back pain and her whole personality comes out. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, so here we are. We are almost done with her post-op recovery. Oh, gosh. Can't be soon enough. On Juneteenth, on lockdown. This is like COVID lockdown. Don't don't say those words. I don't want my podcast flagged. Okay, it's like the lockdown. You could go, yeah. It's just like lockdown, except worse because I'm not letting her do a damn thing. It's like I get to look at the car keys hanging, literally. Or you get to watch me walk out the door to go run errands for you, knowing, like I know she set traps up. I know she did. So I. Not taking any chances. Yeah, the whole house is booby trapped, and you don't know where the nanny cams or she, are. Exactly, or there's cameras, and I know they're watching. I didn't open any of my Amazon packages in front of her just so she wouldn't know what was coming in, what was coming out, where the camera is, what's going to get her caught up, because she's still on restriction. You're almost there, Juneteenth, two June more 19th. Weeks, two more weeks, two more weeks. June 19th. That's like three <sighs> weeks. It's three weeks, but that's okay. I know. Doesn't it feel like it's been eight weeks that we've been here? No, it feels like 10. And I've been off work. That part's been fun. It's it's really been fun, us being together. Yes. Except for when I didn't follow instructions. We which want was to talk quite about often. that. Which In the so beginning, was quite often. Up. But, but here she goes. But you have to understand, I wasn't following instructions because I wasn't my total mental self. But now I am, and I, now I follow instructions. Okay, whatever that means. I don't know why you're <laughs> taking over the show. I literally told you, okay, just follow my lead. Just follow my okay, lead. I went a little bit to the left. Okay, I'm back on the road. Oh, my God. I, I asked her, please be careful of what you say. Don't say any names. Don't talk about, like, personally identifying markers. Like, don't say any of that. <laughs> don't overtake the show. Just follow my lead, and let's see where we go. And here she is not doing any of those things the people like me they like you but i don't like you i don't like that i have to deal with this from you oh my gosh okay so i was really debating uh when i would be bringing back season four only because i wanted to come and i wanted to come big <laughs> pause i wanted to come back Big. I wanted to have video podcasts, even though I really don't want to do video podcasts. Like I don't. That requires me looking cute and stuff and setting up cameras. We're gonna get there. I'm 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 gonna do it, okay? Whatever. It's on the to-do list. But I wanted to have like a big um guest star and have like a crazy cool story or anecdote to tell. Well, I don't really have any of that. Because I have been quite introspective during this time um there's been a lot of downtime 
for me and the co-host. A lot of just chilling, a lot, a lot, maybe more than we'd like to admit, but a lot of binge watching of trash TV. <laughs> we should start new segments, literally, that will give you guides on if you like trash TV, this is where we can lead you. These are the shows that we've seen, so maybe try those. Everything from Murder to Vanderpump, between the two of us, we have watched it all. We've watched stuff in Spanish. We've watched, you know, we've just done it all. We watch good stuff. We do. Good trash stuff. Mm -hmm. Like good trash, like recyclables, like things you could pull out of the trash bin and sell on OfferUp. That's the kind of trash that we watch. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace trash. Um, but in all of this, I really have searched inwards and done a lot of growing. Not that I haven't been growing this entire time on the podcast, but I think that this time with the focus being on the healing of the co-host, such a big back surgery that has, I mean, pretty much eliminated all of her chronic constant pain it's given her a new lease on life and therefore given me a new lease on life because what you guys need to understand and what both of us are trying to understand it comes to terms with and heal this part of our relationship is that since i was eight years old my mom has undergone major major surgeries when i was eight she had her first cancer surgery that was your your thyroid or your lymph nodes mm. She had thyroid cancer. And then what, within a year after that, maybe two, I might've been 10. It was not yeah. long after, not long after that, she got lymph node cancer. Um, she has been in remission since, thank the yeah. Lord, praise Jesus. But as an eight-year-old trying to dissect what that means and hearing cancer in general, but as a child, um, that was a lot. And I couldn't do anything for her. I was too little to do anything scary. for her. And it was scary. And on top of that, she didn't allow me to do it. So then after that, we won't even go down the time frame. But after that, she's had three other major back surgeries, including um, spinal fusions. Basically, you're just all rods and screws mm -hmm. and metal instruments. You can you can interject. You yeah. can speak. Um so having to watch her go through that, and then the thing you need to know about the co-host is that she doesn't stop. She cannot sit. Unfortunately, and she's working through that as well with my tutelage, um, she was told from a very young age and shown that she means the most when she's actively doing things for other people. That for her to feel and correct me if I'm wrong, but for her to feel worthy in a lot of ways, it's through acts of service. Correct. Like deemed most worthy by doing a bunch of unnecessary shit for other people who don't or shouldn't need it done. Right. So she carried that into her healing from all of her back surgeries. This woman was up and cooking and cleaning when she wasn't supposed to because she refused to ask for help. And unfortunately, my dad was a dad and dad didn't do anything. That's why I didn't heal properly. That's why she had to have so many back surgeries. Not to mention the fact that you had that quack who paid for it karmically. Yeah. Who mutilated you and I'm sure mutilated a bunch of other patients. And there could have been like a doctor death suit yeah. on her because that bitch was a monster. Bad. But she got her comeuppance in the end. Thank you, Dr. Swank, wherever yeah. you're at. 
hell purgatory or wheelchair bound. Um, she, she got exactly what she deserved. My favorite prayer. I pray that you get everything you deserve. That stuff happened to her, right? I think she passed away. Okay, well, there it is. Didn't she, like, fall down a hole when she was hiking or something? No, she was, uh, she was, I think, um, I think she was in, I think I heard she was in Europe and uh, walking through an old church or something like, something like that. And it, it gave, the floor gave. And you know she went she she went she fell she went through and i i, I know i remember hearing i think that it uh messed well she like paralyzed right paralyzed or something. or something and i don't know if that's what she passed from but i'm pretty sure she passed away well yeah she's gone now but i don't know if it was from that yeah but it paralyzed her yeah it so before you guys think I'm an absolutely horrible individual, no, no, no. On my healing journey, what I have learned is to truly just let go and let God. I know it sounds funny, but it is that easy. And my prayer to people who have wronged me or hurt me or just horrible people in general, people in general, mm -hmm. my prayer is that you get everything you deserve. Good or bad, I'm right. indifferent to it, but I pray that you get everything you deserve. So with that lady, I definitely prayed that. But needless to say, my mom has gone through surgery after surgery. And finally, at this point in my life, yes, it was a struggle. Yes, it was difficult. And not when I'm, when I'm saying it was a struggle and it was difficult, I just mean in terms financially at work. I went into this little sabbatical time off um, nursing time the secondary job of mine, the seasonal job of mine, right. I went into it looking good. My accounts were looking good. And then all of a sudden all the bills came. So it's been tough. Um, but only in that way, I think emotionally it's been challenging right. but in great ways. And for both of us. Right. Right. Um, but, but, but oh, God, here we go. Don't but, jump. Don't jump. No, but God has been, God has blessed us all in abundance. He's just in more ways than I can even yes, begin to say. I know I was leading up to it. That's why I said, don't jump. We're getting there. We're getting there. In and through all of this, I have been able to finally do for my mom. We know I don't have kids. We know one day I will unpack that box maybe with you guys and maybe just completely on my own. But I don't have kids. So... Motherhood has always just been a theory to me, having to do and give up everything for your children like a good mother would. And I don't mean in a completely just take all of me, I have nothing left way, but in the normal everyday ways of mom, 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 mom while dad is sitting right there. I have not had to experience that, um, nor have I had to experience worrying for a sick child right? Because I can't even imagine I, the way I worried about my, my puppy Louie, I can't even imagine worrying about a human, not to say that I didn't worry about him like he was a human, but just worrying for your own child. And I got that through this experience with my mom. And we've talked about how this was kind of a trial run for us, right? As mm -hmm. you get older and being that not only am I stuck with you, 
for my entire life and having to like wipe your butt and do like really wash go there wash you and things <laughs> okay but i choose to be to stuck the with left you. <laughs> it's my podcast i choose to be stuck with you i choose to i i love being able to take care of you when you let me take care of you the way that I want to and the way that you should be taken care of, which doesn't happen because she's stubborn. But in this and through this, I think it's just grown. It's challenged our relationship a lot. It's challenged us to talk about a lot of deep things. Yeah. It's challenged us to heal or begin healing things between us and individually together forever yeah <laughs> but all in all it's it's been such a period of growth and change and for me i know that in regards to myself personally but specifically in regards to business because let's be honest if i don't work i can't really live life the way that i want to like for me, work is a means to live. Right. I set out at the beginning of this year and I said that I will no longer allow money to keep me from living. In other words, I don't want to look back on times, festivals, concerts, vacations, trips, getaways, experiences. I don't want to look back on life and know that I missed out on experiences out of financial obligation to things like bills or cars. Right. Um, I'm pretty, pretty set and stable at that. I'm not skipping out on bills or anything, but looking back, there are a lot of things I missed out on because of money, simply because of money. And I don't ever want to do that anymore. And I want to take her on my journey with me because I don't have a kid to do that stuff with. Mind you, like we're not going to be going to Magic Mountain or anything, even though she would absolutely let me take her. She would go. She's not saying anything right now because she's tired, but her little face is lit up. I love roller coasters. She does, but because of her back. I can't do the big, big ones. I mean, we can hit up your doctor and see what he says. Like, yo, could she ride he Goliath? Might, he might be like, sure, go ahead. She, she, she this won't, feel, doctor would she say won't yes. feel all of the pain that she's in. But yeah, go ahead. Drug her up and dose her. Put the number up. <laughs> Turn the number on her machine up. Um, I just want to do everything with her. And now that she's physically able and capable of doing it, we got a lot of stuff to check off our list. Mm -hmm. Now, let's bring it all back to where you tried to go left on a tangent oh, yeah. and where I'm trying to go with this. In terms of work, this is a heads up to anybody who comes to me for their hair or lashes and listens to my podcast my hashtag since I started the idea of the Barbarette, the concept of the Barbarette doing hair from my apartment that oh I had gosh. at the time, yeah. I started hashtag doing hair differently. And I just knew that something about the way that I do things, maybe it's not hair techniques. May, I'm not revolutionizing the blow dry or anything crazy like that. Technique wise, I'm not, I'm not doing anything too, too crazy out of the box unordinary but my approach to hair which is really an approach to people yeah. relationships um is very different and i want to dive fully head first 
just go for it into that. I know my gifts and I call them my superpowers. And it is my uncanny ability, number one, to make you spill the beans. You're going to sit in that chair and you're just going to let it out. Whether it's just blah, blah, blah kind of stuff about work, you're complaining, you're venting. That's cool and all, but I'm not a trash can anymore. I am not a trash can. I am not a dumpster. Throw that shit somewhere else. But if you're coming because life is hard, because your spirit is just a little slow and low, because you're just feeling maybe not worthy, maybe you're extremely happy and you want to share that too, I will safely hold space for you. And that's kind of what I want from my clients now. I want enlightened people, emotionally available people who need that little extra, who might not go to a therapist, who see me as a therapist, but who don't want to dump their trash into me, but who want to have a safe space to talk. It's kind of like a combination of the two. I want to help you heal. Since I wanted to be a... A pediatric cardiovascular surgeon. That was the dream. I wanted to save lives. Basically, my goal was to save lives. And I know that at the shop, in the chair, who I am, what I breathe out into the world, the frequency that I vibrate on, the love that glows out of me, it's meant to heal. Oh, most definitely. I'm watching the people closest to me and around me have their prayers answered miraculously and consistently and one right after the other. And yes, my prayers are being answered too. Maybe not at the same rate that I'm seeing them, but that doesn't matter because something about me is helping to bring that to fruition. It sounds weird and it sounds kind of conceited. It sounds kind of braggy. But I pray hard for the people that I love. And I pray that if you're winning, I'm winning. And if I'm winning, you're winning. And we're all winning together. And if you're like a magnet with that, if we connect and we flow and vibe on those levels, it's gonna happen. Things are gonna happen. Before my mom had this surgery, she was supposed to have it done prior. So she was supposed to have, this was the second time she had the surgery done, but she was supposed to have it done prior to having it done in May. Is that making sense? Yes. Okay. Um, Due to unforeseen circumstances, they had to cancel her surgery. And she went into a little bit of a dark place with it. Very. And we did a lot of talking, a lot of soul searching. Um, I'll be uh, I almost didn't want to have it done. No, it took tough love. And one thing I kept telling her, and it's, it's literally my favorite analogy right now. It is my favorite analogy. I kept telling her, you are asking God for a cake. Right? You're healing this miracle that you need. You are asking God for a cake. 
You keep asking and begging and crying and pleading and praying. And Lord, if it's your will, that was one thing that I will suggest to you, whether you pray or manifest, do not limit God in the universe on what it will or will not do, on what it can or cannot do, because God and universe will provide you abundantly more than you could ever dream of if you take the limits off of that. Do not limit God. Do not limit the universe. He's already got it. It's all his to give to us. And what is for us is always for us and never for anyone else and cannot be taken away. So I would tell her all of the time, you keep asking God for this cake, but he's giving, and I don't, I'm not gonna pretend to really know the ingredients. I'm not a baker, I'm a cook. <laughs> he has given you flour, sugar, butter, oil, eggs, a bowl, a blender. He has laid everything out in front of you and says, there's your cake. And you're looking at God and telling him, no, but I want my cake. That's not a cake. I want my cake. God keeps telling you, okay, well, there's your cake. Not until she could see all of the ingredients mm -hmm. as a cake did God say, great, you finally get it. You wanted a single layer cake? I got you seven layers mm -hmm. and gave her this opportunity to be healed. Miraculously, when I tell you her pain went from 100 to zero immediately after surgery, minus the surgical pain, Right. Right. What is your what is your chronic back pain at right now? Your chronic constant, you've had it for 25 years back pain. What is it at right now? Like on a one to 10 scale, mm -hmm. the pain I used to have in the area in my back is. Maybe. Maybe a two. Okay, so that means we need to adjust your machine yeah. because you should not be feeling anything. Yeah, like maybe a, like a one and a half, a two, maybe a two. Did you charge it? Yeah, it's charging. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's maybe. So got, so maybe. So, and that's today. That's because yeah. she's been doing too much and trying to do, she's, right now she can walk, but she's still trying to run. Before she was trying mm -hmm. to run when she could only crawl and not even that. But God said, okay, here's your cake. And she said, I finally get it. And she baked her cake and has a seven layer cake. But not only that, when we are open to abundance, when we are open to everything the universe has for us, we get abundantly more than we are prepared for. Should we tell them the news, heard the news, you heard the news. So not only did God heal my mom, not only did the universe and her life trajectory give her this brand new gift, this brand new lease on everything, the, the beginning of a whole new life, but we have been praying to move out of our apartment for years. And not until a few months ago when we had to re-sign our lease or go month to month did we as a family decide that we were going to go month to month, right? We right. just knew something would come up. We knew something else would come up. Well, halfway through the year now, right? Yeah. We're at the halfway mark. Just a few days ago, <laughs> last week, yeah. we got news that uh, we are going to be moving. Oh. Say it. Why are you whispering? To, into a house with light. 
Okay, yeah, because the apartment's really dark. Her and her husband, her and her roommate, sorry, are completely stuck on how dark it is. Yes, it's very dark. We're moving into a house with actual windows and oh. lighting and moving into a house. Are we buying it? No, no, we're renting it, but it's a forever home. Forever home. Finally, my mom is going to have the forever home that she deserves. We had a home a long time ago, but finally. So all this to say, if you are someone who needs something, if you are trying to change your position in life, if you feel like you are on the cusp of something great, if you feel like there is a newness that you are ready to step into, just do it. Do it blindly and with all the faith you have, mm -hmm. even if it's the faith the size of a mustard seed. And I don't even know how small mustard seeds are, but they must be tiny. Very even tiny. if you have a quarter of a breath to take to believe in something greater than you, looking out for your greater good, if you believe and you know and you trust with even the smallest amount of faith that things are going to change for you, that things are going to get better, that you're going to get the job, the promotion, the relationship, the business, the chance, the shot, whatever it is, believe that's going to happen to you abundantly. And never lose faith. Never. Never. Because things will happen. Things will change. Just like I'm going to be changing my business practices. I cannot continue to do hair the way that I have been doing hair when I feel like this. When I feel bound, determined, and ready to step into newness, to step into a position of creating love, light, healing, and beauty in a way that I have never done before. I'm changing things up. If you just want the hairstylist or the barber who's going to sit there and listen to you, yeah, 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 It ain't me, Joe. Shout out to Grandpa Joe, best grandpa to ever do it. That's my grandpa. It's not me. And I am no longer for you. And that is okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay for me to change my business. It's okay for you to find someone new. It's okay for you to feel even more drawn to me now and want to come to me even more so because something in you recognizes that something in me is changing for the better and you want in. You got to do work for you. I got to do what's not work anymore. Right. I'm tired of doing work. I'm you tired of happy doing yeah. your work. Yeah. I'm tired of this thing feeling like a nine to five. When you, when you, I, through personal experience, and I will tell anybody and everybody that when you, when you love your job, because I loved my job, I loved doing what I did. But when you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready for work and you get that up, up you get a ugh in mm -hmm. the pit of your stomach, mm -hmm. you're getting ready for work and you're driving to work and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. When you're getting that feeling and you're dreading getting to work, it's time for you to stop going to work. Yeah. Or yeah. to do something else because you're no longer happy. Yeah. And I don't want to get there. I have been there off and on. You have seen me there. Clients, you have seen yep. me there. Friends, family, loved ones, you have seen me there. If you have watched me through my Barbara page on Instagram, you have seen 
the depths of the darkness and the the just lack of desire to work when your smile at your job is not real anymore walk away and that's what i'm doing yep and please just know it is nothing personal it is all business i'll say this i was talking with one of my friends who is a client and he's a friend because he started off as a client and he was asking me for an appointment and i'm not back yet and i told him that and he kind of got a little upset because he had an event that he wanted to do and i could i could read it through the text so then i just took a deep breath and i explained everything from a very business point of view including the fact that i am spending time with my mom now and how dare anyone think that their hair or beauty needs come before my mom there's no way and i finished our messages with and please know that it is nothing personal and it's only business i hope you don't take it personally when i saw him face to face he apologized to me and said that that single statement made him realize that he was wrong and i appreciated that and that's the way it's going to be from now on it's nothing personal if you want to come and spend time with me outside of doing hair that's great you want to have a little go have a little cafecito and just be friends we can do that i don't need to do your hair because i'm no longer a pay-to-play stylist I don't want to just sit there and do it regularly. Hashtag doing hair differently. Right. It's not just about the hair. I allowed clients to make my passion a job. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And shame on me for allowing that. They, they, you know, they were only doing what they were shown was okay. Shame on me for allowing that. No longer. Well, like I was telling no you last week, I think, or well, never, I was telling you, it's unfortunate that in your profession, you, <laughs> I'm sorry, she just slobbered all over herself. Oh my God, I was trying to take a drink of coffee and it, unfortunately, in <laughs> your profession, the, it got me nervous. In your, in the, in the profession of the of the beauty industry but especially i think in hair because because it takes a while you guys become therapists unnecessarily unlicensed and completely underpaid exactly you need a therapist appointment make an appointment with the therapist sit in the chair sit in the chair of your stylist your your barber your sit in the chair like don't talk and enjoy somebody working on your hair. Like, just like take the time and just relax. Shut off all your problems. Leave all your problems at home. Because when you when your stylist gets done with you, you're going to get in your car. And guess what? All your problems are still going to be there. Well, and guess what? The next person who's coming in is doing the same thing. <laughs> but that here's the thing. Well, here's where it's different. Here's where I'm doing hair differently. I want to be that for you. I, I want to be open to that, to hold space for that for you. However, the prices change. The limits change. The terms change. 
If you come in and you pay for a two-hour appointment and you want to spend 45 minutes of that talking, we'll do that. But that's 45 minutes less of hair time that I'm mm. giving you. It's, it's, I know my uncanny ability to be able to be that for people. To be a stylist and a therapist for people. But that's just it. Do you want the hair or you want the rapist? You want, <laughs> <laughs> you want to get touched verbally or you want to get touched emotionally? Hair rapist, high rapist. What do you want to do? And I'm definitely not offering any sexual services here, people. I'm just being silly and stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me take that from my vocabulary. We don't use harsh words against ourselves. I'm just being silly and saying silly, dumb things. I want to provide those types of services now. I don't want the girl, Matilda, I don't want Matilda coming in and just, oh my God, do, 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 and the soccer coach and the baseball team and the PTA. No, Matilda. No, Matilda. You can go down the street to Conchas Casa de Bellesa where she, were, where she will gladly let you dump all of your crap onto her. No, 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 no. I'm looking for the people with real struggles. I'm looking for the people who just want to sit peacefully and not talk at all. I'm looking for the people who actually are trying to change and see value in my uncanny ability, not only to understand, but also to help you process things. I'm looking to go deeper because for me, it's deeper than just hair. Right. I want you to walk out of my shop to leave my chair, not only looking incredible, but feeling incredible and not feeling that weird shame or guilt that comes because I am guilty of doing it too where you overshare just to overshare with your beauty person and then you walk out feeling naked and empty. Mm, like, oh shoot. Like I should not have said that to them. OMG. I want to be a safe space for things exactly. like that. But at the same time, it comes at a cost, right? It, it comes at a price change mm -hmm. cost mm -hmm. to do service with me it comes at a price change to allow you that accessibility not everyone can have that accessibility some people will just be silent hair appointments now some people will get the full service you're kind of gonna get what you want out of it but it's on my terms now I don't want my mom to be worrying about me that I'm burnt out mentally and emotionally because she sees that when I come home. Right. I don't want to be burnt out mentally and emotionally feeling resentful of taking certain clients and appointments. There's got to come a time where we can just make a clean break. And it's been wonderful that we've spent this time together, but it's no longer conducive to the way that I want to run things. And I appreciate your patronage, but we'll no longer be doing business together. I've outgrown you. That, that was it. If you're listening to this, <laughs> which some of you will be and some of you won't be, we're changing. Yeah. It's time for change. God's giving me cakes and he knows I'm not a baker. So I better start to learn the recipes. <laughs> And change some stuff. And if you like cake, I will give you a taste. That's kind of where we're at right now.
I'm baking cakes. Good, and if you like cakes, I'll give you a yeah. taste. But if you're going to sit around waiting for me to bake your cake, it ain't me, bro. No, that's it's not, not me. And too many of my clients who I see just as clients and even some that I do see as friends or have personal relationships with, I'm not baking your cakes anymore. But I can tell you how I made mine. Ooh, that's good. That good? Yeah, I'm no longer good. available to bake your cakes, but I will tell you how I baked mine. We're changing, mom. I mean, co-hosts, we're growing. We've Cat, grown. We've grown. Thank God I haven't grown bigger or taller. Thank <laughs> God that stopped. But we have grown. I want to grow taller. Nope. You're shrinking. <laughs> no. But we did it. And on that note. <laughs> on that note, season four. It started. Oh, God. We've got to go back to weekly. <laughs> And apologies for those of you who follow me on Instagram, which you should be doing at the therapist is in. I didn't bring enough content. I said I was going to bring content of her dosed and me like oh, being mean to her and making fun of her. Can't do that no more. No, but I could do other things. Like I should have caught you on that Chris Kardashian rant you went on. Oh, that was good. You know how I go on my rant sometimes, especially oh, if you follow me on nowhere. my stories. Ooh. Yeah, you got to watch me on at the Barbarette and at the Herapist. You never know what Instagram. might be coming up. What are you talking about? You never know what you might be coming up with. What? Okay, I think it's time <laughs> to check and see if your machine is charged yet so we can <laughs> turn you up a couple notches. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode with us. Yeah. Coffee with the co-host round 86. Um, hope you guys have a good day. Wow. Oh, have a good week. Have a great week. You know what? Better yet, we hope you have the week you deserve. That's right. Cheers to that. Cheers. And I'll talk at you soon. <laughs>